Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We've got technical director Eli. Yep. And uh, our wonderful co-host Liz. He used to not introduce me last. Well, I went around the table today. <laughs> I like to mix it up a little bit. As long as I, uh, as long as I talk to Dan first. Yeah, that's part. That's the main. Uh, that's required. Thing. Yeah. So yeah. Dan's the sensitive one. Is what we're mm-hmm. saying? Uh, no, he just earned it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Sub. <laughs> mm. Where are you at? Uh, oh. So we're doing continuing our FGS classics. Uh, we are doing a this week in B roll uh, to continue to honor that which came before. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have next week will be a draft featuring the draft master himself, Mr. Andrew DeSalvo. Nice. I'm so sad so, about that one. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, Liz, uh, we'll talk about what happened to her later while she's not here. Uh, <laughs> but Liz won't be joining us next week. The, um, see, I have, things, I have things to start out with. Oh, so I was in Louisville last week. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you came back. I know. From the land of the bourbon. Oh, it is the <laughs> best. And you're like in one piece and you actually look healthy and uninjured. Yeah, I mean, I actually came through it okay. Luckily, that's because his bourbon he's, blood alcohol level. Has, he's, uh, he's been training his whole life. I've, for I've this. been training for this moment. So Louisville is the home of bourbon. Not by the way. Just let me get this this point clear to everybody because mm. I kept getting misinformation about it. Uh, you can make bourbon and not be in Kentucky. Yeah, the thing that makes it a bourbon uh, is it has to. They had the this very very handy little chart, the little thing that I read. One of the I don't forget which part it was. There was a lot of them, um, but at the ABCs of mm. bourbon. It has to be made in America, and it has to be aged in a barrel, and it has to be at least 51% corn. Oh. So yeah. that's the requirements for being a bourbon. Did you think that it was like champagne, where it was regional? Well, they, uh, I've been told for a long time that, on, that bourbon only came from Kentucky. If it wasn't yep. made in Kentucky, it wasn't bourbon. And I didn't think that was right, but everybody said it often enough, and I'm like, okay, I guess. And then luckily, when I went to the home of bourbon, I was able to get the proper information. So, uh, but I want to actually tell you about a young lady that I met there. Uh, her name is Alyssa. Whoa, does your, Whoa. does your wife know? Yeah, she's not concerned in the slightest. Okay. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, I know how good I'm going to support. You can't get blood from a turnip. Anyway, uh, Alyssa from Merle's Whiskey Kitchen, located in Louisville, Kentucky. You might be surprised to find that I found myself in a place that was called uh, Merle's Whiskey Kitchen. But I did. There's two things I likes. It's whiskey and kitchens. Yup. <laughs> so Alyssa uh, was one of the bartenders there, and I talked to all the bartenders there. And uh, while she was while she was tending, she was she was doing whatever she was doing, bartending, I guess. Uh, I noticed she had this really interesting tattoo on her shoulder, and I asked her about it because I noticed that she also had a Harry Potter tattoo. And uh, she explained to me that the tattoo that she got, and I, I put it up there, that comes from the Harry Potter movies. It is a picture that is found inside the potions book. Ooh. Like, you want to talk about a deep cut. That is, is a deep cut. So wait, like, how did... She was watching the movie. Yeah. Okay. She saw a picture. This is the, the, second, the second one. They do the polyjuice potion. Okay. Spoilers? Uh, and so they, there's a picture of this woman. There's a, her portrait is in the potions book. And so she took that picture and had it tattooed. Ooh. And that... I mean, I got so thoroughly schooled. She was very nice about it. Yeah. Very, very sweet. But she schooled me so thoroughly and so quickly. I'm like, and I don't have to admit this on the air. Uh, there's no two ways around this. So well, and also, I mean, she just goes around and like outfans anyone anywhere right. she goes. Like, right. she'll walk up to people saying like, I'm the biggest Harry Potter fan and just like laugh in their face while showing them her tattoo, which I'm assuming she like 
punches them in the face afterwards and yeah, then just shows it to them and whiskey. pops them in the mouth. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 And her- I have, I have a whole mental image of this woman in my head now and, I, and I'm, and I'm, f- <laughs> I'm fond of it. All right. No, go with it. Go with it. She was, she was, I mean, she was very sweet, very nice and also knew her bourbon very well. Uh, recommended it a great bourbon while I was there too. Um, I drink a lot of, I drink a lot of bourbon. Yeah. It was awesome. So Alyssa, uh, hats off. Way to school me. So that was all. Let's do our thing. Let's do our thing. <laughs> Up first, I'm actually going to just, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let, let Liz grab this one oh, right out the gate here. This is hysterical. This is so funny. So YouTube, uh, as we know, kind of cracks down on copyright infringement as all you know, publications and whatnot are want to do because mm-hmm. people don't like their stuff oh, yeah. being stolen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this is a, a, a famous YouTuber. Um, his name is, why don't you put his name on this, on the graphics package, Dan? Cause make it work for it. Oh, this is mm-hmm. sad too. Now I'm to actually- let our listeners know sort of how strict you YouTube can be on this, right? We were doing like some, uh, I was doing some just random instrumental music off of YouTube during like some prep time of one of our sh- original streams with say, what was it? Uh, Ames on Liz, what's Ames on Thrones, Ames on yeah. Thrones right? Mm-hmm. So it was maybe three minutes, really quiet in the background, just random instrumental stuff. Yeah, we've got that. That video got a cease and assist and taken down for a copyright violation. You're what? kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah, I had to go through and edit that those portions out, resubmit it oh, to be able to wow. get it. Wow. To get it so, possible. So Paul David, so he is a famous yep. um, YouTuber. He is an incredible, he's a Danish, I believe. Sure. Um, I'll follow up on that. Yeah, somebody, somebody confirmed that for me. Um, but he's a guitarist. He's an incredible guitarist. And so he does a lot of how-to videos. He does a lot of teaching videos. Um, Dutch. Dutch. Okay. Dutch. I was close. It was one of those, it was one of those D European states. European thing, yeah. Um, and he got a copyright infringement cease and desist from YouTube for his own content right. <laughs> for using his own content yep. in another one of his videos. That is amazing. YouTube said, Hey, well, and the, the crazy thing is it was his song that he put on his YouTube page. It was somebody, somebody else. else took that audio clip and used it in their video. And then when he used it again, he got flagged for infringing on the other person's copyright. So he essentially he essentially got copyright infringement for somebody else infringing on his copyright. Right. It's basically And in the end he let the guy use it. Which I love which I love about yeah. him, and which I love about him he's is like, because he's like you're not going to make any money off of it. I don't care. He's just like he's just like the kindest like gentlest just like happy like if you ever watch any of his videos he's just like yes hello we're going to play some guitar today that, that's not a that's Dutch, not accent a Dutch accent at, at all terrible. I, no. I turned no. into the count for some reason one <laughs> chord ha, ha, ha. Uh, but the point here is you got that's awesome you know where there is like virtually no YouTube copyright stuff though live streaming yeah ooh yep because how can they right well they right they, they, they can't it turns out uh, I discovered this while reading uh, reading about lo-fi, which is uh, my lo-fi hip-hop beats to study slash relax. Is that mm-hmm. because it's a live stream, and is that why they're able to sample so much music without getting in trouble for it? Yeah. <gasps> mm. I love lo-fi so much more now. <laughs> yeah. There ha- I just I, I have such a soft spot in my heart for people who know how to screw the system. <laughs> it's just I'm a big fan of screwing the system. Yeah, yeah. Chaotic. So well, there has, been, there has <laughs> been some drama. Chaotic neutral. Chaotic, yeah, chaotic yeah. neutral. Uh, yeah, 
What's that? I'm sorry. So there has been some drama. Uh, I know Twitch has been going through some serious. A lot of, lot oh, yeah, of major Twitch users have been going through. You know, they live stream and they play their music. Right. And a lot of them have gotten those uh, cease and assist and, and some issues, some letters. Yep. So there, a lot of them are choosing to just not play music at all or so get some of that really cheesy free stuff. Here's the great debate. And yeah. here's what I think. The great debate? The great mm. debate. No, okay. actually, it's more of the burning question. Um, okay. Is it the burning question? It, uh, it's a burning question. Okay. I just want to make Are sure. Are you done? Well, the article. Look, words have meetings. <laughs> words do have meetings. So, if so, say a Twitch streamer is just listening to music that they enjoy listening to while they are streaming and playing whatever game it is that they're playing. And maybe this is something for um, Bradford to answer for us as our senior senior. You mean T. Bradford Petrino Esquire of Korshak and Associates? Our I senior legal correspondent. Yeah, that yeah. one. I just want to make sure I knew which one he was talking about. Uh, maybe as our senior legal correspondent, he's the best one to weigh in on this. But if they're just listening to music and not claiming it as their own, where does the law state that that is copyright infringement if you're not advertising something as your creation? Twitch says that counts and you shut it down. That's actually what they got shut down for. Mm. But I want to know the why. I want you to explain to me. Because radio executives still hold a lot more lawyers. That's dumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. Like, can, like, can, I, get, can I get a cease and desist if I'm like streaming and playing Mozart in the background? Uh, no, because Mozart is considered... Uh, fair use. Fair use. Oh, so wait, what's considered fair? Okay, we're going uh, to go down a hole here. For music, it's if the uh, creator of the music has been dead for more than 50 years, it becomes free use. Neat. Yeah, I believe. Well, and that's what it's supposed to be. There are some that are going to last a lot longer than yeah. that. It's also f- something with like they have to renew the copyright itself, right? At some point, right? right. right. I can't, and if if a if the a, Beatles will always, always, always be yeah. copyright, right? If a celebrity is deceased, can can the co- can the copyright also then in turn be because per- somebody owns the copyright? Oh, yeah. To like Michael Jackson's music, right? It was yep. sold for like an astronomical amount. Yep, and so. I mean, obviously, obviously nobody's like bidding on. Hey, well, let me look at the Mozart copyright. <laughs> well, this is an issue with Prince, right? He died, and his all of his copyrighted material went to, uh, I believe, a specific family member, and or uh, let me not let me not say that because I don't know for sure, but it went to somebody, I believe, a family member. Now they went to they took a lot of his unreleased stuff, you know, things that the Prince was a perfectionist and he did not want his music, you know, unless it right. was polished out there. So they went, they, they sort of culled through this and they put together this sort of like special release album. So the family and some of the fans are fighting that release because they only copyright and they can do that now with all of his music. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was an, there was, there was scandals surrounding Nirvana copyright and uh what's her face? Train, oh yeah. Train Cor- Cor- Love. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was, that one was fun. Mm-hmm. You know what? Go check out. I think I think I'm almost. I'm sure there was. I think it was literally a VH1 behind the music on that one. Oh yeah. Uh, Either way, YouTube will shut your ass down yeah. quickly if you moral, play that stuff during moral your video. Of the story here yeah. is just don't play your own music on YouTube. Do you remember? Actually, speaking of for FGS Classics, yeah. Remember when we first started? We we first were doing it, and we would use mm. uh, copyrighted music between yeah. the segments. Yeah. 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 Was, we were getting in trouble for that. Oh, no. No? No, cool. no. Because well, we, we, we didn't post on YouTube at the time. Uh, no, yeah. yeah, we had like eight listeners. Nobody cared. Uh, so, yeah, that was... Up next. Oh, my goodness. Elon, Elon, Elon. Uh, Listen, There's Elon's, a lot of Elon this week. <sighs> yeah, there is. Guys, my heart is broken. This is part one of two of the... That'll teach you to do something nice. Uh, 
<laughs> so, although this is also partly uh, uh, Elon losing his proverbial shit. Not well, doesn't he just, is he, isn't he known to do that from time to time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we do this week in Elon, not because Elon is like a, like a perfect guy by any means. He's kind of an asshole. Oh, no, that's, what's, that's um, why I'm so drawn to him, because you can tell he's <laughs> very unstable and unpredictable. <laughs> so um, this, this segment is called Elon's short trip to true supervillainy. <laughs> so you'll recall last week we discussed the, those, the, the, the 12 Thai soccer players and their coach that were all trapped in the cave and to get out, and Elon was going to send engineers and to think, try to help, right? Mm-hmm. So it turns out uh, a couple things. First, by the time that episode dropped, they'd already gotten the kids out of the cave along with the coach. Everybody lived. Wonderful news. Good news, everyone. Wonderful news. Um, Elon's sub didn't make it in time, and the uh, the people that actually did the rescuing uh, were a little little critical. Well, I don't, I don't, don't say didn't make it in time because that makes it sound very morbid. Like now that like I know that you preface this with saying that everyone got out and is fine. But right. Like, it just didn't show up before the original rescue efforts were successful. Okay. Good point, sure. Good point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, it didn't make it in time. Oh, my God. So so the the some of the very, very highly specialized divers that did this and managed to get the rescue because they, these divers had to go and get the kids and then literally like swim them out themselves. Like it's a very big deal. So they managed to do this. Uh, and Elon got a little miffed. Uh, and then there was an article that was written that said what he was called, what Elon can learn from the Thai cave or from the Thai rescue. Mm-hmm. And uh, in it, he said that, you know, this, this article said that, you know, they talk about these things, you know, Elon did that, not just Elon, but that Silicon Valley in general is used to throwing lots of money at things with a really op- optimistic and can-do attitude and some big flashy innovations when sometimes what's required is uh, real careful and methodical, boring, uh, you know, uh, expertise. Mm-hmm. And they didn't use the word boring, but I'm, you know, yeah. kind of saying. So that these, these divers were the ones who led there, who should and did lead the rescue efforts. And Elon mentioned that at some point, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Elon fired back at the article. Well, and then, it was a little bit harsher than that. Well, I did. Well, he calls out a lot. He just calls out more than him, though. He also calls out Bezos, and he calls out uh, the article calls out Bezos. Well, plus, and, they said that the, the submarine wouldn't have worked if it made it on time. Oh, yeah. It was too big, and that Elon could shove it where it won't feel good. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think. Where it hurts. So that's. Uh, yeah, where it was, hurts. Was, and this was the diver Vern Unsworth. So I don't yeah. understand where that hostility is coming from because it's like exactly he, he, ma- he made an, he made an well, effort and he did something that he absolutely did not have to do and I'm not saying that this makes him a saint right but he did like he did something that he absolutely did not have to do he built something that he absolutely did not have to build and he sent it in in the effort to be like hey I have something that you might be able to try in case this could get these poor children. Mm-hmm out of there alive and safe. And so I feel like I'm sure there's parts of the narrative that we're missing, but for this guy to tell him to shove it up his ass, mm-hmm. that's so, super uncalled right. for. So there, the guy's attitude was this Unsworth, uh, uh, attitude was that for him, this thing was a whole, was a PR stunt, uh, nah. and that <laughs> took away from the, People that were actually there trying to actually do the work and do the, the, the thing, blah, 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 blah. Well, there was the scuffles that Elon was getting into before this even began. You know, when he was right. like, when he first threw out the ideas and people were criticizing his, his ideas, he was calling people out, you know, on Twitter before any of this really happens. Right. So these, these, uh, these writers might have some, you know, 
animosity. They want to just peg back at him a little bit for so, all of that. So it said, so Unsworth's actual statement said the, the mini sub was a PR stunt by, the, by him and that had, quote, had absolutely no chance of working uh, because Musk and his team of engineers had, quote, had no conception of what the cave passage was like. Uh, I said this because the vehicle was rigid and it never would have made through the tight turns. Um, and then... Uh, and that's fair. Musk went on to come... Musk started firing back, uh, talking about how you could literally have swum the K5 with no gear, which he then deleted later because that's not a really great thing to say. <laughs> um, and then um, he said... This, uh, these are his tweets here. So Musk said, uh, I challenged this dude, Unsworth, I challenged this dude to show Final Rescue video. And then a few minutes later, he said, you know what? Don't bother showing the video. We will make one of the mini sub pod going all the way to K5. No problem. Sorry, pedo guy. You really did ask for it. So that was the part where things took a really weird turn. Yeah, I feel like uh, he has a little bit of a temper issue, which again, because I'm very, very, very internally damaged, I find so attractive. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So Uh, uh, (laughs) not, not a great, not a great reaction. No. Uh, also, not a great idea to call somebody a pedophile. Probably not. No. Um, that can carry consequences. Especially when in the international spotlight. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I feel like... With a guy who just literally saved people the entire world was staring at. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like the diver started it, and then Elon unfortunately finished it. Uh, well, no, actually, no, fun not, fact, it's not well, finished. Far from over. Oh, not finished. Well, because is it ever over on Twitter? No, 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 no. This is actually heading to a courtroom. So, oh, fantastic. Uh, the the diver was a British, is a citizen of the UK who spends part of his time in Thailand and then spends part of his time back in the UK because when people are rich, they can do shit like that, I guess, mm-hmm. or at least just richer than me. Um, I don't know what the threshold is, but it's higher than what I make. So, anyway, when he returns to the UK, uh, he has uh, made noise about suing. And he may sue him for uh, a libel. Or slander or libel? Which one's in print? I forget. One of those is in print. It's probably well, slander. Okay, well, regardless. <laughs> Ready? One of those is in... <laughs> the point is, he, he put it in print, and uh, uh, it's a pretty clear open and cut shade, c- case. Uh, let's call it libel. I think it's libel. Um, well, and somebody called him out for it Yep. immediately, and he said, I've got an autographed $100 bill. That says that it's true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He so. can't just go through and stuff like that around. Yep. Unless maybe, you know, the rich guy with lots of personal assistance said, hey, somebody do some research on this guy that's talking crap about me. I want to say something back to him. Well, and the, the thing about <laughs> they it could is, have dug up something. Who knows? Well, it's possible, but I, I'm going to call it unlikely. Sure. Yeah, I believe- and, and unless the dude is like fully convicted. Right. Yeah. It's not going to matter. Right. Exactly. Like, it's that whole innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the UK has that too. Uh, so. Uh, Does Thailand? Uh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. But that's, <laughs> <laughs> no, Thailand, they just kill your ass. <laughs> well, no, that's not fair to Thailand. The point here is. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, in addition, so at the same time, and I didn't bother looking too far into this, he also pledged to fix the water of anyone in Flint, Michigan who had lead levels over the advised, the EPA advised level. So here's mm-hmm. here's where I'm at on this, because this was after he got in trouble, by n- yeah. right? Like number one, awesome, finally, I've literally been using that for. I mean, and this is going to sound terrible because I'm absolutely not making light of the situation in Flint, Michigan, but more so using it as an example of the fact that like. 
obviously there's real problems out there. So I used to manage restaurants and my, my, my favorite thing to do mm. when, um, a guest was getting bent out of shape and unruly over something, you know, considerably insignificant, like an overcooked steak perchance. Um, especially if they were becoming verbally abusive towards my staff. Mm-hmm. I like to kindly remind them that I was very, very, very sorry about how tragic it was that we overcooked their steak and that people in Flint, Michigan still did not have clean drinking water and they would probably <laughs> stop complaining. Nice. That's great. It's probably um, not doing great things for your return customer level, but yeah, I mean, I get to, it's, it's fine. I'm not in restaurants anywhere. Um, <laughs> so like, it, it, obviously we all are aware that it's a problem that needs to be fixed. And, and, and I think that's on one hand, awesome. If he's really legitimately offering to do this, but on the other hand, it kind of goes to this, the diver's point of, is this just a PR stunt? Is this just to yeah. cover up the fact that you've been doing some bad stuff? If it gets done, it gets done and that's great. But like, why didn't you offer to do it years ago? You've had the money. And I feel mm. like, you know, we've seen him be philanthropic in the past where he, you know, he sent the, 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 you know, the power backups to Puerto Rico. And right. I don't think that and he was South Australia. Yeah. Like, I don't think he yep. was doing that in light of something that he had done publicly bad. He was doing it just to do it. The man's trying to get us to Mars. Can we give him a freaking minute to work on one thing at a time? Well, <laughs> and here's, and good yeah, Lord. My, my, yeah, that's why I get stuck to. I'm like, listen, this is how you might, we might actually get our first real super villain. Yeah. Like, Y'all have, y'all have obviously all seen The Incredibles. Uh-huh. We're, we're about to get Syndrome. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's like, we thought we were going to get Iron Man, and actually we're going to get Syndrome. Yeah, so. Especially when there are people that actually are trying to profit off of this, the, the, the whole Thai cave thing. There are already Hollywood producers looking at doing a movie about of it. Of course there are. And yeah. Thailand is planning on turning the place into a national park, like, making a tourist attraction out of it. Oh, good. Let's make a tourist attraction like, out, it's of already out of a place tourist where, trap. No, <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Producer Dan. I no. can't even No, but they really that's are. That's the greatest pun you may have ever made. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> the, um, no. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say as a guy who has been to Thailand's national parks, mm-hmm. those things are not safe. <laughs> Creating a national park, nothing. <laughs> like I can't tell you. Like I almost died, and there's no railings on the mountainsides. There's none of this stuff. You just kind of go up there, and they're like, "Good luck." Like there's a lot that we anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm actually surprised that it, we don't have a movie with a director attached to it already. Oh, I'm sure they're just fighting over it right now. Oh, right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They're really, really, will we release two of them at the same time? Oh, <laughs> Armageddon and yeah, yeah, deep uh, impact, deep impact style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, up next, a story that I can't begin to explain. That makes four of us. <laughs> no, I think, I think Eli's, Elijah's got it. I believe one hundred year old cosmic ray mystery finally cracked. Um, just a supermassive black hole. Right, mm-hmm. that's oh the, yeah, just the, oh guys, just it's, no just it's just a supermassive black like, hole. No bigs. Like sending a. a, a Charged particles was I think it's they said four billion light years mm-hmm. right into Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what the, what they're doing is back in the early 1900s they detected the these cosmic rays. Right, I've been trying to figure them out ever since. Uh, we have cleverly named enough a station in the South Pole, Antarctic, named. Ice Cube, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's our station. You know, <laughs> I'm okay with it. Speaking of copyright infringement, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 so anyway, 
Yeah, yeah I, 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 I had I had it. I had something for you, but it's better left unsaid, right? That's fine. Um, Eli two weeks ago would have said it. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> yeah. oh, I missed Eli from two weeks ago. Uh, that Eli had a uh, he went on a soul retreat, a little hiatus. And, yeah, you know, happens. Happens. Found himself again. <laughs> so, so anyway, so, so ice, this, cube. This ice cube, right? It's like uh, it's a bunch of holes like drilled like a mile down, sort of fiber. Uh, fiber optic cables to sensors and they detect the light. Uh, idea being that these charged particles, believe it or not, are so small they don't really interact with the Earth whatsoever. Like yeah. they pass directly through the entire planet without any detectors or hitting anything. So you're saying they phase through the Earth? Yep. They're ghost particles? Kind of. I mean, they just, kind of. just go right actually, through. Yeah, that's actually pretty accurate to what's actually happening here, though. When you break it down to that molecular level, there's a lot of empty space. So... Uh, they built so this. These, so, these, <laughs> so these cosmic particles are potentially entering the quantum realm. They are. You're really, they are the quantum realm. They are yeah, the quantum this is realm. Yeah. I'm, this is, I'm so tickled by That's this. That's the scale we're dealing with here. Yeah. I'm so excited about all this. Go on. Yes. More science, Ant please. Ant-Man could be murdered by these at any, <laughs> oh, no. any moment. So they, they build this station down there, and it's to detect things like this. Right, yeah, they have, it's a mile deep. It's just this giant sort of cube array of sensors they built just to detect one single particle. Mm-hmm. But they detected that particle, sent information to their supercomputers, and they sort of had their telescopes look in that direction, and they found the supermassive black hole. Mm-hmm. Spitting, they said, light waves and radiation. Which is odd because black holes, black holes. <laughs> right? Hence, hence they the usually name. pull things in; they don't right, right, push right. things out. Yeah. The, the only, the only so far theorized things that black hole expel is Hawking radiation. Mm-hmm. One oh, of Stephen yeah. Hawking's greatest, uh, right? You know, discoveries, if it hasn't been proven, one of his greatest discoveries. So I'm, I was, I, I was looking for it. I could not find anything where they actually said what this like pouring out of light was. So you know. Hmm. So we don't know. We don't know. Well, there is all there's there's that theory that's gone around for a long time that yeah. you know what's on the other side of the black hole. Does it spit everything out on the other side? And what if this is how it spits things out? What if this is the, we're looking at the back side of the black yeah. hole, yeah. and it's this is what it spits out. It pulls in matter and it turns it into these cosmic rays. Mm. Stephen Hawking doesn't deal with the what ifs after spaghettification, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you said, you said yeah. spaghettification. Yeah. 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 Right. You know what spaghettification is, right? I'm assuming it refers to your religion. No. No. No? Okay. No, no. Spaghettification is a scientific term for what happens to you when you fall into a black hole. Yes. When you cross the uh, event horizon, as you get pulled down into it, it literally separates all of your molecules one by one. Because here's the thing. At your feet, let's say you're going feet first, the gravity at your feet is stronger than the gravity at your head. So it starts pulling your feet harder and harder than your head. Mm Mm-hmm. Until the, you, you get spaghettified, it extrudes you <laughs> to the point where you are just a string of atoms that it's pulling in. Not, <laughs> not to mention the time. This is having yeah. so much fun right. right now. I can't even. I can't it's even, the greatest. I'm so excited about I've not all the this. information that's getting dumped on me right now. That sounds like. People can turn into spaghetti. We're <laughs> on the ass end of a black hole. <laughs> this is great. Now, but that looks like the, the back end of spaghettification to me. <laughs> um. That sounds like an incredibly painful way to die. Yeah. It's pretty quick, I think. And there's the time <laughs> dilation factor. So yeah. as you start to spaghettify, like oh, it basically right. lasts for all of eternity. Because oh, God, that's time. true. I've never even thought yeah. about those two yes. phenomena <laughs> together at the same time. Spaghettifying forever. <laughs> oh, you laugh. That would that would be yeah. terrible. It would be terrible. But I mean, so yeah. basically, we're, what we're getting right now is so so somebody on the other end of the supermassive black hole is like, oh God, make it stop for like and the past just their toenails thousand coming years. Out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, no. You heard it here. Theorized <laughs> on For Geek's Sake. <laughs> we, for Geek's Sake, would like to remind you that we are not scientists and none of this should be taken as fact. No spaghettification is fact. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right. That's, I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, that does yeah. hold up. That, that does hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming that we're looking at the acid of a black hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, which just then means that what's coming out of it is well, well like, we don't know. Then the article, cosmic poop. yeah, <laughs> the article doesn't even tell you what this stuff coming out. It does not. It does nothing to explain right. any of that. Right. So it's well, sort of again, not, yeah, that, that part was just theorized, but the, yeah, I mean, hypothesized, if you will. Okay, spaghettify. <laughs> You're right there. Just, like this, I think we know what this episode is going to be called. <laughs> all right, moving ever onward. God help us all. Uh, okay, so this one is I, weird. Okay. Uh, do All you right. want to? I want to take this one because this one? before you posted the article about all of this, I was part of the, not part of, but I was privy to the original posting of this whole thing. So crazy this, enough. So was I. So this is the, the, the plain Bay saga. If you're, no, I'm if sorry, you're time familiar, out, time out. I need to, for those around my age, Please Al, do. what is it? Bay. Mean? Means before anyone else. Yes. It's B A E. Yes. So when they talk about plane bay, they mean that these are people who who met on a plane and like a, a meet cute or they got together. Whatever. Are we now naming Twitter scandals like like political scandals like Watergate? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Plane oh, yeah. Bay. Yes. Plane bay gate. Plane oh, bay gate. God. This You're went hurt. from plane bay to plane bay gate yeah. is essentially what happened yeah. here. Yeah, kinda. Um, uh, so s- that's what that's what the bay means. So that I'm not because yes. I'm not the only one who had to look that up. Let's just go ahead and. So, so the long and short of it is, is that this, uh, this was a, a live tweeted, um, quote unquote, potential romance story between, uh, two random passengers on an airplane. So a woman sat down on the plane and her and her boyfriend were, uh, they were assigned separate seats. And so she asked the woman, um, that was sitting next to her boyfriend to switch seats with her so that she could sit next to her boyfriend and it allegedly made the joke that, oh, I hope she meets the love of her life in her new seat. Well, come to find out, there was a very attractive man that was sitting next to her. And so this woman began to observe and then live tweet the interaction between this Rosie. woman and this Such man. Rosie, Rosie. Rosie is the woman that was on the plane. Um, started to live tweet the, the interaction between uh, this woman and the guy that sat down next to her. And it seemed that they were hitting it off. She was uh, recording snippets of their conversation from what she could hear. They were apparently both personal trainers. They had all this stuff in common. Um, she kept, you know, sending pictures of how, close they were letting their shoulders touch as they were sitting and how she was you know allegedly flirting and it just it was very wholesome and it was very you know kind of like oh my god like are we seeing this actually happen for real and like i read the original whole you know tweet story of the entire thing i found it to be very heartwarming very light and very happy considering all of the shit that we're that we're constantly consuming when it comes to the news mm-hmm. and everything going on in the world today um and no identities were released. No identities no were released. Any any image that she released, you know, any any um, thing that was a front on face shot was she edit. She scribbled it out. She did mm-hmm. not show these people's faces. There were no names mentioned. Um, there was actually no identifiers on the flight either. They didn't say where they were coming from or where they were going to. Yeah, right. they, yeah. There was nothing about that. Um, I don't even know if they even mentioned what airline they were on. They did not. So obviously, this went very vi- viral. It blew up, and I mean, and I think like she did mention the airline because she, she mentioned did. having to pay. 
for uh, the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. Right. Oh, the Wi-Fi. She had like That's the right. first thirty minutes of free Wi-Fi, and yeah. then she paid for more Wi-Fi yeah. just to keep people updated on the on the whole story. Who were also freaking out. As uh, she was yeah, the this. world was just like absolutely losing their mind about this. Um, so come to find out that the the guy um, he is okay with having his identity exposed. He actually exposed himself. Um, he identified himself. He yeah. not exposed I'm himself. That's, I'm sorry. He, that's a different thing that you do on the internet. That's, <laughs> yep, that's a whole different. <laughs> so he but identified he actually put himself. Plain Bay on his. Yeah, he's actually he's, he's actually a model. He actually fessed up to being the one in the story. He thought it was funny. Um, and again, he did nothing to expose the the young woman involved. Um, he just kind of claimed the fame for himself because he's already kind of a semi famous personality. Um, he's right. also he's a, pro so- a former pro soccer player, um, and like he has an online personality. So uh, the woman, the unidentified woman in did, the story, did not find did not funny. find any of this amusing or funny or charming or heartwarming. Um, allegedly released a statement through a lawyer yeah. um, stating that. Her, her privacy was invaded. There were, there were assumptions made about her personal life uh, and, and things about her personal life that were exposed to the public that she did not consent to. Uh, allegedly, sh- her personal information was somehow hacked. People identified exposed. her. So People identified was. her. Um, she has... And, th- and this is what kills me is because I feel like anybody that was following this story found it to be so charming and so heartwarming and so yeah. happy. And then all of a sudden... She says, she I, said I have she been received doxxed, shamed, yeah. insulted, and harassed. And so, like, again, I, I, I just want to pause here and say, hey, people of the internet, j- fucking stop ruining everything that we love. Uh, <laughs> can, I, can I share a theory here, though? Sure. Because I also read the whole, the whole thing. And you're right. There was she went out. The girl went out of her way not to just Rosie, the one who sh- who shared all this. Yeah, went out of her Rosie way. Rosie Blair uh, to not share squat about squat, um, and she definitely wasn't anticipating it to get as big as it was. Uh, so, what are the odds that this young lady, though the girl in this in this little this little playing basic scene, uh, had somebody back home that didn't find this cute, like you know a boyfriend? Oh, like ninety like, percent. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I kind of feel like that may be where the problems for her came from, mm-hmm. not from the internet at large, although that was what you would normally assume. But, you know, if she had a guy that she was talking to or a boyfriend or whatever, because she can't come out and say, hey, this ruined my relationship with my boyfriend. That's not going to go great. Right. Well, and, and the last picture that she released of them was them walking off of the plane together looking very cozy, even as they were walking through an airport. Right. And you can see her full outfit, her suitcase. So at that That's point... That's a distinctive suitcase, too. Yeah. At that point, if she does have a boyfriend or somebody in her life, then that person could have seen it and gone, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we covered this not because we are terribly concerned with Plain Bay, uh, but more from a, from a, you know, cause we, we talk about digital and social media and privacy and all of these kinds of things. <laughs> I think, now here's my question. I, do you think that the pictures are what is problematic? And do you think that if this story was just told via a Twitter thread, it would be, I don't think it would be, I think that the, it would still be a heartwarming and charming story, if you will, if it was just done. Cause I've seen Twitter threads before that tell a story like this right. without mm-hmm. photographs involved. And I think maybe even had the last photograph been, been left out and mm-hmm. all the other photo, because again, nothing the rest else of it was like through the, yeah, the, the little the, gap in the seat. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that maybe this last photograph is probably what's the most problematic. Yeah. Of so the whole I'm, thing. Mm-hmm. I'm of two minds on this. You know, on one hand, 
I want to say calm the hell down. Like this should not like why why can't we have nice things kind of thing? Well, I I don't want to say that to her. I want to say that to the people that are allegedly harassing her. Like why would you right. harass somebody? Well, but does she have an expectation of privacy? I think is where I'm going to come back to Which, here. You yeah, know? fair. So absolutely. So and I think about so so let's assume and again we have no we have, we don't know anything about her. I'm trying to understand where the frustration comes from. And so sure. let's assume mm-hmm. for the purposes of this conversation mm-hmm. that there's a boyfriend at home. And that this and then that caused her the issues that she's currently facing. Okay, if that's the scenario, then part of me says, uh, you know, the, that you you are in a public place mm-hmm. and you have no expect real expectation of privacy beyond, um, you know, beyond what you would normally expect. I mean, if it turns out that her that uh, this, the her mythical boyfriend's best friend was seating three rows back and saw the whole thing, or there was a private investigator hired to follow her and find out if she was cheating. Or if there was a private, <laughs> I mean, there's there are other ways that they could have found out about this mm-hmm. along the way. So that's the first part that but that, that I think. On the other hand, um, so at that point, I'm like, well, then you don't have any expectation. On the other hand, I definitely could understand. Like, who knows? I mean, what if she had a stalker? What if she was witness protection? What if she was, you know, any number of other things? Maybe she has very very conservative parents who are deeply upset with her. Beyond, you know, like there's a bunch of that. And I don't know where I land on it. I think I think I want to follow this, and I think I want to I want to recap this in a couple of weeks when we find out where this lands and if there's a lawsuit involved and what the what the ruling is. I see what you did there, where it lands. Where, mm-hmm. Always with the puns, this one. <laughs> <laughs> also, it is Finger worth. Finger puns. <laughs> That's. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not writing that down. No. <laughs> uh, it is also worth noting, just so that we're kind of all on the same page here, mm-hmm. um, that Rosie, the girl who, uh, the author of this whole thing, uh, was a or is a writer and she, uh, writer, actor, comedian. I think is what she built herself as. Right. So she and so she kind of did a little plug for her and her boyfriend on that, and then she got some free Wi-Fi through the airline and a couple other things. That kind of got it for you know the. The random yeah. assortment of things you get for going viral. Sure, which so, I don't find anything wrong yeah. with that because I, I and I think if the if the woman that's upset um, is going to claim that you know her identity was used for somebody else to gain something or other publicity, whatever, whatever. I, I this woman is obviously trying to gain publicity, and again, did nothing to intentionally expose somebody else right. or put somebody else's privacy at da- in right. danger. Um, but what about, what about the airlines? I mean, there are videos and t- whole Twitter threads, once again, every single day of people on airlines. You know, the guy, yep. just like, there's one just that I watched the other day. He had like his, uh, his carry-on, oh, and he had that, it sideways, that, and he was sho- he's trying to shove it in. Is that the one where they put it like, up against the image of the, you know, the the little kitty play school toys with, with the different shapes in the holes? <laughs> I was like, this is why these toys are important. I they are fundamental as a child. I didn't see that. And it's the guy, he's got his suitcase yeah. turned just completely the wrong way, trying to <laughs> shove a square peg into a round <laughs> hole, and then it's flight attendant has to come over and just very gently turn it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff, these videos are on, these videos are on Reddit and Twitter and YouTube every single day and there's mm-hmm. no lawsuits, there's no anything. You know, I think with the expectation of privacy, it's, I mean, it's uh, public discourse. Well, and that's the thing, I think yeah. if I were to extrapolate based on the other episodes that we've had with, yeah. uh, from, from our senior legal correspondent, T. Bradford Petrino, Korshak and Associates, I don't think that there is enough of an expectation of privacy here. I think if, 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 if Rosie had 
tried to get pictures of the face or tried to get pictures of the identify them in any way, especially if she'd taken additional steps to do it, then I think legally she's in a bad, she, she's done a really precarious spot. But I can't imagine off of anything that we've seen. No, not at all. She took every precaution to not to not give this girl's identity, you know, or right. the man's identity. So here's the right. most impressive thing yeah. to me: when I'm on an airplane in flight. I can't hear the person next to me try to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. right. How is she snooping on a conversation? She, she was able to get in front of her. Of the conversation. You know, it's actually, you know, what was crazy to me is I, I ride in a lot of airplanes, a lot of airplanes. Mm-hmm. Do you know how often I, I end up next to an attractive young woman? I'll let you know because I always nothing, end up with like, next to a guy fatter than me. Nothing <laughs> is ever. And the only thing worse than being the fat guy on the plane is being next to the guy who's fatter than you. Nothing <laughs> ever beats the story. So I, I fly uh, at least once a month to, I have family up in the Baltimore area. So I fly at least once a month, once a month to Baltimore. I fly Spirit Airlines because I can get a round trip ticket for $75. I know how to beat the system. I do not pay for extra baggage. I carry a very small carry on. I roll up all my clothing. Everything fits for a weekend trip. Mm-hmm. I do not choose a seat beforehand because they randomly assign you one mm-hmm. for free and they try and trick you into paying for one one time i was lucky enough to get randomly assigned the luxurious like quote-unquote first class seat of what you would consider first class for spirit <laughs> for spirit which is yeah. inlet of instead of three very small cramped seats there's only just two big cushy leather seats next to each other so you've got that extra leg room you've got a big cushy seat so i took a selfie and we we're still on the tarmac i took a selfie sent it to my mother no, I'm sorry. I sent my mother a text message that just said, score. I randomly got assigned seat 1A on my flight. And she said, oh, maybe the love of your life will come and sit into the seat next to you. Much like this story that we saw here. Um, we get the announcement that doors are closing. And I send my mother a selfie of me and the very empty seat next to me and said, Welp. <laughs> Better luck next time, I guess. Well, I'll so yeah, you can no. Sit next to the fat guys that I get next to. <laughs> yeah, so, so fatter e- guys. Eli, travel pro tip. Liz mentioned if you have an airline that has assigned seats and you forget to choose your seat, just right, leave it alone. Just literally, s- wait to check in until like ten minutes before boarding because they will have to assign you to an open seat. And usually by then it is only like first class right. or upgradable seats. Yep. Uh, not Delta. Do not do this on Delta. <laughs> But most other airlines, for sure. Okay. I've done it many times. It's awesome. Nice. So anyway, Plane Bay. Uh, Plane Bay. This is either ridiculous or silly. I don't know which one it will be. I think it's, I think it's silly. Now, I have a theory. And ridiculous. Ooh. Let me, let, me throw my, let me throw my theory right quick. So we're getting all this news about, you know, Russia's trying to create dissension, mm-hmm. you know, in the United mm-hmm. States. What if all these internet trolls are just Russians? <laughs> Because they're ruining everything. Like, are they trying to ruin our culture? I think, we're, I think we're doing a damn good job of ruining yeah. our own culture. I, I mean, we are, but they could be helping us. I'm just saying. Hashtag this is America. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> up next, there is a, uh, a new cartoon series coming out that I want to talk about because I love cartoons. Uh, so Netflix has already been, has already announced that they are... Um, they're releasing Disenchanted. We talked about this one. Mm-hmm. This is from uh, Matt, Matt Groin, 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 We did this Let's do before. it phonetically. Groin, 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 Yeah. There's like no you're graining on my nerves right now. No, no. <laughs> G-R-O-E. There's no A in We it. have yeah. literally done this on this show on another episode in the past. I will find oh, really? the number. This exact argument. It's erroneous. We've already settled it. It's graining. Okay. I'm just saying there's no A. Did I mention that? There's yes, no you a mentioned in, Okay. Uh, we do this thing, though, where we allow people to, like, 
force you to say their name how they want you to say it, not how it's actually. Pronounced. I think that's true. I think we should we should yeah. go back and mm-hmm. demand to pronounce it our way. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I'm kidding. I'm kidding about that. So uh, what did they develop? Disenchanted. We talked about that one. That's the upcoming comedy yep. featuring the princess and the uh, what was it the princess, the elf, and the what's the last one? Crap. I only remember the, the princess. princess, the elf, and the crab. Yeah. That sounds Everybody. like a horrible but story. This is, but it's a Futurama set in the Middle East. So yeah. or Middle, e- the Middle Ages. <laughs> Middle Ages. Not the Middle East. That's, <laughs> that's a, a different, different show. <laughs> different show. Actually, that's actually fairly reminiscent of Avatar The Last Airbender, which is where this one is coming to us from. So, um, so the written by, so this is, this show is written by Futurama and Avatar The Last Airbender screenwriter, uh, Aaron Ihaz. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's going to be called. It's going to be called the Dragon and the Prince, and will involve two princes and an elf assassin on a quest that sounds like something straight out of a and D campaign. Yeah. So this is th- that right there. Boom. I'm in. Uh, but it gets significantly better when you look at the I'm other out. folks. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at the other folks who are at who are also on the show. Um, let's see. Who's the other guys that's out here? Oh, no, where did the guy go? One of the guys is a big dude from uh, the video game industry, right? Right. There we go. And he... Um, I'm you just, you know, this reminds me... I took a lot of notes this, this week. Reminds I could, me I was, I was, it was a rough day, okay? I didn't take my notes the way I normally do. <laughs> this reminds me a lot of Harmon Quest. Yeah, uh, yes, but no. with a much more, but more real... Like, well, well, not, right. not a comedy. Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah, this not is not a, a comedy. comedy. No. Uh, okay, just, there we go. Justin, Justin Richmond. Richmond. Now Came Liz to, is out. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> Justin Richmond was a game developer on Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3, both of which are insanely good games <laughs> with incredible stories. Uh, and then they, and so they got together to decide to put something together. And guys, this this will be one to watch. You can rest assured, I'm going to lose my proverbial mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be there right there with you, buddy. This one, this is. Uh, there was also another guy that was attached to it that was a part of the um, uh, that was a part of the Star Wars Rebels. Um, that is also attached to this too. So you're talking about you're talking about some top tier stuff that has been created. This is going to be great. This is going to be the next Avatar: The Last Airbender. I mean, you talking Avatar: Last Airbender, right? Yep. Futurama. Yep. And Star Wars Rebels. Yep. Like those are not all. Not to mention, not to mention Uncharted two and three. Yeah. Like, and that guy, his name is Justin. Like his yep. job on with Uncharted was like to make sure that everything was, I believe, like seamless and smooth, and like the quality continuity. was continuity. Exactly. Yeah. Which is huge, yeah. And if you and if you've seen Avatar or Futurama, I know they're very very different shows, mm-hmm. but both are amazing at keeping up with what's going on, with being continuous, with making the rules of the universe, and then sticking with them. This is going to be awesome. I'm actually excited to watch this. Uh, I what I'm what I'm hoping I can do, uh, unlike Ducktales, is wait for my kids to watch it with them. Yeah, because uh, I keep. I'm currently watching the Ducktales episodes by myself first wow. because my kids keep talking during it. I'm not catching everything. <laughs> Yeah, right there with you. I, like me, I, I keep waiting to yeah to watch the shows with the kids, but I can't can't do it. I can't I'd wait. Like, like I'm like I'm ready to watch TV, and they're not ready. Right, because they're at school, they're school or, <laughs> or, or sleeping or whatever yeah. it happens to be. Yeah, no, I'm watch I'm watching it. I want to watch yeah. it. Yeah, and my actually my wife keeps getting upset with me for watching Ducktales without her. <laughs> now, uh, can I say it's going to be nice to get like a fantasy cartoon? I mean, how many? Yes. God, how many D and D fans and fantasy fans are there in this damn world? And we get no good cartoons. Well, like and now we're ever. getting, and now so we're getting the Dragon Prince. Yep. We've got we've got uh, uh, the uh, un, uh, Disenchanted, mm-hmm. and then the they released the first well the first real decent image for Shira. 
And I got to tell you, dude, that looks like I mean, we're only seeing like a single still image, but the yeah. animation style looks really interesting. And I'm really, I'm really kind of doesn't it look as good it. as the new Thundercats. <laughs> Why are you such an antagonist? Why, seriously, because he refuses to talk today. about it. And it, you only talk about it. It amuses me. You only talk about it. Yeah, do it. All right, let's talk about this. Let's do it. It's Thundercats. It falls in our purview. Oh, no, no. Yeah, see, yeah. First off, no, 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 no. Now we're doing this damn thing. Oh, okay, fuck. let's do it. All right. So Thundercats uh-huh. has got the Teen Titans Go treatment. Okay, and here's here's the thing. Teen Titans ran its course. Was a great series. Did its thing. I don't care for Teen Titans Go. Mm-hmm. I don't got an issue with it as, in general. It annoys me a little bit, but I don't really act, I actually have a Teen problem Titans with it. Go to the movies July 27th. Can't wait. And I got to admit, too. <laughs> so I've been watching the previews for it, yeah. and the previews for Teen Titans Go to the movies is pretty freaking yeah. funny. Well, it's got like, Nick Cage. They've got, well, I haven't even gotten the Nick Cage pieces, but the things <laughs> that they've done with <laughs> right. the way, like, there was uh, one of the little social media blurbs was, uh, it was a text conversation between the Teen Titans and Slade. And like it was hilarious because they call keep rolling Slade Deadpool and it was really funny. <laughs> and Slade keeps insisting that he was there first. They're like, I don't think so, man. And it's like, okay, yeah. Now contrast that mm-hmm. with Thundercats. Thundercats was a really interesting show, and it's when it, and it, during its original run, mm-hmm. came back for a rebooted run, and was was doing some interesting things. It wasn't really my speed. I felt like it was a little sluggish. But it wasn't bad. You're being nice. The reboot was god awful. <laughs> it was god yeah, awful. Did you guys ever? Did you guys ever see Thundercats live when it came around in the eighties? No. Yeah. I mean, I didn't either, but my brother did, and he. Only thing I awesome. saw live was Snorks on Ice. <laughs> yeah. Was wow. that part of some community service project, or? <laughs> I didn't know you got in trouble with the law. Um, What's a snork? Uh, you got to go way back. It was underwater Smurf. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, oh. they had like little snorkel things on their heads. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> it's lazy welcome to 80s cartoons. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair um, enough. Yep. But this Thundercats animation thing and the, what they did with it mm-hmm. is just, I mean, it's just. It looks just like Steven Universe. It's crass. It is, it is crass consumerism. It's crass marketing, just rebooting the things. It is the worst parts of the reboot culture, just kind of culminated into one god awful piece of shit. You mean kind of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. No. And as much as I dislike what they're doing with Ninja Turtles, that still is a series that has been going on for however many years uninterrupted. There's been a TV series or movie out to cover almost the entirety of my life. Okay. So at this point, while I don't like it, I can acknowledge that Mm -hmm. it may be time for them to do a change to reach a different audience. I don't think so. I think it's garbage and should leave it alone. But I'm not going to go, but you know, I'm not going to take like ruin my childhood or something. Yeah. If I, if I feel bad about it, I'll go back and watch the original cartoon, which by the way, aged like an apple in a brown paper bag. It is terrible. Do not go back. Oh, and watch I was the like, wait a minute. That's bad. That's not yes. <laughs> like it yeah. turns brown yes. very fast. It does. <laughs> it does. It, that thing, that thing I have me, aged. Hold on. Let me explain oxidization to you. <laughs> like, here's what I'm saying here. I have aged better than the 80s Ninja Turtles cartoon, Oof. and I have not aged well. <laughs> uh, I'm 26. No, uh, I'm not 26. 37. Mm. Uh, moving on. That's my thought on Thundercats. Yeah? There. I don't think they made it for you. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't make it for anybody. No. Hey, come on. This thing's not going to. I need it to fail quickly. Now, now, let me say. My nine-year-old thinks it looks great, uh, uh, but he's uh, never watched any other Thundercats. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. He doesn't really know what. You get him watching some real cartoons, then he'll know that Thundercats is not good. Or show him Steven Universe. Steven, Steven Universe, Universe is well, no, he amazing. He saw Thundercats. Amazing. He goes, oh, cool. It looks just like Steven Universe. 
exactly. So that was his reaction. <laughs> like, hey, we, we want to bring this back and make some money off of it, but what they won't watch it unless like? we make it look like something else that's way better. Yeah, they could have just... But, whoa, you mean popular, more popular with the youths. Let's not throw words like better around. I just... It could have you seen Steven Universe? No, it's better. Steven Universe is <laughs> it's actually very good. And that one in the what's the prince like story star star versus the forces of evil. Mm-hmm. Another like a Steven Universe esque yep. uh, animation style that does really, really amazing, interesting stories. I really didn't think I was missing out on much by not having children. But now I realize that I'm not up on all the latest. Yeah, I cartoons. don't actually mm-hmm. watch a lot of the cartoons with kids. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't need kids to watch, like, adult swim. Come on. Yeah, but I feel like it makes it more acceptable because you have children to be like, then I don't know what I did for the 30 something years before. Because <laughs> 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 right. I never stopped watching cartoons. Now, I did I, get pickier with them, though. Can I lay this out there? Well, that uh, it hasn't been said, but I sort of feel like uh, Adventure Time has paved the way for some of this. Oh, fantasy yes. cartoon mm-hmm. just coming out, especially these like heavy female, st- strong female character type things. <laughs> yeah, with the stuff they did with uh, Fiona. With Fiona, with Princess Bubblegum, mm-hmm. with just, I mean, even even Lumpy Space Princess. Yeah. <laughs> they showed... We're all Lumpy Space Princess. <laughs> they just... Like, Lumpy Space Princess is like the the image of, of body positivity for women. Yeah, yeah. She's the best. <laughs> because she's like, she's literally, she looks like a purple cloud. Like, that, she's all lumps. She's got the voice of like a drunk Danny DeVito. <laughs> right. And she constantly, and she constantly tells everybody else that they want her and her lumps. Her lovely lady lumps, and she literally will like play with her lumps. Like it's the whole thing too. And like she's yeah. there's all of these other princesses that are pretty and whatever else, and she's like, you guys just wish you were me. <laughs> oh, <And it's, laughs> dude, I'm down with LSP, man. I ain't, I ain't a bit LSP. Uh, anyway, you down with LSP? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Moving That's on. That's not. Yeah, you know me. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. Uh, we might have gotten copyright <laughs> infringed for that. <laughs> Craig Deggers, the YouTube. Uh, <laughs> oh, darn. Speaking of copyright infringement, Microsoft is introducing... <laughs> I don't think that's what this means. Their new Surface... I don't know. Wait for it. Their new Surface Go uh, to compete with the iPad. Uh, I don't want to give credit to Dan, to producer Dan, when he created the slide. So he introduces the new Zoom, and he crossed it out. And then put Surface. Dan's full of jabs today. <laughs> Dude, he is. He is saltiest. Uh, I've had a weekend, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... So here's what had happened. The Microsoft Surface dropped a while ago. This is not new. Oh, yeah. But it dropped at a price point that was, I think, a little high for what you were getting. Do either of you Microsoft fanboys remember the actual first Microsoft uh, uh, Surface that they showed? Actually, I'd like to back up here. I'm a Google fanboy. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm a Windows user. <laughs> <laughs> I- Do you remember when they first announced the Surface, though? No, I believe it was before iPad came out, but it was like it was a table. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. It was a touchscreen table, right? Oh, instead of the tablet, yeah. it was yeah. a table. Yeah, yeah. It oh was. God, tablet just means small table, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> what, what's what's the meme with like? <laughs> what's the meme with the guy <laughs> Al's walking out? <laughs> Cigarette means small cigar. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know if 
I don't know if you watch the YouTube or not, but I did re-bleach my hair last yeah. night. What's what's that one so, meme with like the 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 uh, the college guy like um, okay, it's, it, it's a young guy on like drugs at the rave. Oh, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like looking up like this. I'm, I'm, we're <laughs> making that. <laughs> we're putting it on. I don't want to be a meme. Don't be a meme. It is what did it for me too was seeing her face <laughs> as she puzzled this out. A tablet is a small table. <laughs> okay. Nothing else we have to say about the story matters. Yeah. So let me just keep it real simple. <laughs> uh, they dropped the price of the surface in an attempt to compete with the with the iPad. It's going to fail. Well, it's a it's a lighter version of the Surface. Would um, you, I think it would could. Would you say a smaller? I'll I'll say this. I work with a lot of people that were serious serious Mac fanboys for a long very long time. Um, I, I can say like ninety percent of of all of them have switched over. Liz is still laughing. <laughs> it's good though. Like ninety percent of them have switched over to a Surface Pro from like a Mac Pro. And that's what the uh, NFL uses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The NFL, you watch. They got they got them sort of propped up across all the desks. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, well they, they use them on field for instant replay, and uh, they also use it for the uh, uh, every team uses that as their playbook. Yeah. And it's a very very nice machine, honestly. Yeah. And now now God, you can outfit like a, a Surface Pro with like a GTX 1080. Like there's some ridiculous hardware you can get inside those tablets now. Well, they so, s- they still will come with their um with their keyboard and their the stylus, which is a very apparently specialized style, stylus. Yeah. But the problem is, like the article was saying, you know, Google has what they say sixty four percent. That was insane to me mm-hmm. of the market. The Chromebook it was uh, was taking up sixty four percent of the market share at this point. And Apple with like fourteen. Well, because I mean they're talking like you know a big user of these things are like the newer educational institutions. You know where they're utilizing. Nowadays, like my brother works for Hute Mifflin Harcourt. That's one of the things these schools do is they get rid of all their textbooks and give every kid like a right. tablet or a small computer that has all the textbooks on it. Right. You know, you know. And let me tell you now, the, the Surface coming down to whatever three ninety, whatever price range is coming down to is not going to be enough because that that arena is going to be all about price, not about yeah. like power or convenience. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. And I think Google's going to continue to dominate. That and that's that's kind of where yeah. I'm where I'm where I'm hitting too because yeah. I don't like we have a lot of the sales guys for the company that I worked for and a lot of them like the Surface for the mobility and all that kind of fun stuff. I don't I don't know what Apple's move here is. I mean, tablets tablets are like a gimmick nowadays, right? Like who uses an iPad? My my kids. Your kids. Yeah, kids. Your kids to watch TV. Uh, um, people have them sitting next to their stove to look up recipes. Right. I know a lot of DJs use them. DJs using iPads. Oh yeah. What? As just a normal. Well, like, wait, hang on. I'm Serato, the DJ software yeah. that right. is kind of the industry standard, has a uh, has an iPad app where but, you can remote control your computer through the iPad. But where's your music setting? Well, it depends. It, well, you, at you, this you, point, you're saying you still have your Mac cloud, and your, your full computer yeah. set up. You're just you're using the iPad as a, a controller, a secondary controller. You can walk around oh, the room, okay. change stuff. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, so you can MC and DJ at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, then that, that explains why I'm not in the industry anymore. They, uh, there's no more use for me. They have phased you yeah. out. Yep, I was replaced by robots. Oh, plus you can robots. do paperwork. How does you it can feel? Your, 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 all your paperwork on there instead of no, I, yeah, yeah, no, that, I, that, that yeah. part I'm down with. I just I'm trying to imagine where you keep the music because I know that we could talk yeah. about it, keeping music in the cloud. But I, I see, was a former DJ. Mm-mm. See, I see, I see iPads, I see tablets 
as more of a functional uh, device in a professional setting than I do as a, I, I've never, I have a laptop computer and I have a, a cell phone. I have no use for a tablet for my personal use. However, again, used to work in restaurants. Tablets, You've got a tablet. Tablets were in, yeah, I have an iPhone. And a Surface. Or not a Surface, a, a Switch. That's a tablet. Eh. That's, just a tablet eh, that's a gaming system. Anyway, so so I mean, but I've seen, I've I've utilized an iPad for you know kind of controlling the flow of tables in a restaurant, or mm-hmm. even now now instead of like you know if you've ever worked in the service industry, if you've ever been a server, you know that you take the order at the table with a pen and paper, and then you run over to your computer and you enter it into the computer. Right. Well, now servers just walk up to your table with a with a tablet, and they're entering your order to the kitchen as you're giving it to them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but even I mean, now the iPads have been getting, you know, heavily phased out of that for other third-party devices that are meant, built specifically for that. Well, and I think, I, well, this, and this was yeah. the conversation that I think had when the iPad first dropped. Mm-hmm. When the iPad first dropped, you know, we already had smartphones. Uh, those were already rolled out. And so the question like everybody asked big. was, <laughs> well, no, no. At the, the time, I, at the time, they were like that big. That's your, well, the, but the iPhone had come out, and so the iPhone had already dropped. Yeah, it was that big. I guess, was it really that the big? The 3GS. Yeah, it was small. Wow. It was that big. That's true. We had this thing where phones were getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and now they've gone the other way. And mm-hmm. uh, like a well, the whole, the device as a whole was about this big, but the screen because mm-hmm. you had that large black right. bar well, at the bottom. So the point is, the question they asked at that point was, "What's the point of a tablet? Why do I need a tablet if I have a phone and I have a desk and I have a laptop? What do I need the tablet for?" And for a while, the answer was, "But this is so much more convenient." And I feel like now we're like, "Wait." Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Well, like, uh, I want to. So when I was in Boston last week, and uh, we went to Faneuil Hall, and like where you know they they soar in the immigrants back in the day and stuff, you know, and they had like the museum area, and over on the on the side they had like a, an information wall, and they had these stands, black stands and holders, like six of them, three on each side, and they were empty. You could tell they used to be iPads, and they're like so they bought <laughs> iPads and put them like, oh, people will come by and click on this and get information. It'll be cool, and. Yeah, yeah, and it they, wasn't. Yeah, they stopped working, or it wasn't cool. They took out the iPads, and they're just the holders are still sitting there, like uh, like I, I always the old that, bones. So I feel like the iPad too. I like the iPad Mini. I have a tablet of myself, and yeah. I have a generic Android. Like I paid like two hundred bucks for it because all I basically wanted was a uh, Kindle uh, that could do more than a Kindle. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I found until Kindle Fire came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bless you. Um, but I think I think the iPad was always also too large for me. That felt a little weird. I like the regular, <laughs> like the iPad Mini. I thought weirdly did the job because at an iPad, I'm just gonna go get a laptop. Like the screen's the same size. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, eh. Liz? What do you think, <laughs> Liz? It's like a small table. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay. So for me, I, I think I kind of knew when iPads were obviously not doing very well. So the last time that I went into, cause I, I, I use AT&T as my service carrier. Mm-hmm. And so the last time that I went in to go upgrade my phone to the, cause I'm on the next plan because why not? Um, <laughs> I went to go upgrade to the newest iPhone and they were like, Oh, well if you do this, this or that or whatever, like we'll throw in an iPad for free. And I was like, <laughs> Well, no thanks, because I really don't ever want an iPad. But it's cute that you offered. Like, and so it's like if you're if they're throwing in an iPad for free with your phone, you know that iPad sales probably aren't 
They're not doing as well. Yeah, as they hence like. the problem with Microsoft stepping into an industry where well, that, <laughs> there's already fair, not though, that much demand. Right? That's that's classic Microsoft. Very much like, so, right? Oh, is this wrapping up? All right, we have one that we'd like to throw in then if everybody's leaving anyway. <laughs> hence the graphics package. Yeah. <laughs> very, <laughs> yeah. Very good catch. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. Oh, boy. I, I have decided... I, I love Joss Whedon. I have decided to forgive Joss uh, for his... His inappropriate conduct. Wait, what um, was his inappropriate conduct? Uh, he was. He cheated on his wife. Probably cheated on his wife, and Meh. but didn't treat her too terribly well. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, "That's that's really not great of you, dude." And then I've kind of gotten over it, and now I think I've forgiven him completely mm. because I'm uh, surprised his wife hasn't. Because this is not a brown coat show. I don't care, Joss Whedon, uh, who are you? We used to in, in honor of FGS Classics Weeks. Joss Whedon, hallowed be his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, is finally going back to television to create a new series, mm-hmm. and this is where this is where, to my mind, this is where Mr. Whedon belongs. Uh, when he is able to create a new series from the ground up, that is where we get Buffy. That's where you get Firefly. That's where you get Dollhouse, um, Angel, and Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these, like the best, his best work mm-hmm. is the stuff that comes out when he's allowed to go do it. And my concern has always been. That he was going to end up back with Fox, that like like an abusive like an abusive girlfriend, <laughs> he just he didn't want to go back to her, but she kept telling him that nobody else would ever want him, Aww. so he didn't really value himself enough, and he ends up going back to her while the rest of us are like, no, Joss, you're better than that. Uh, so, luckily, uh, he uh, actually you know after making Avengers and doing all that stuff, realized how good he was and went in pretty woman to himself. And so now he went from Fox. He went to Fox with a bunch of bags in his hand and went, big mistake. Huge. Huge. Uh, I love that scene. Right now, I don't even care. That scene's amazing. That scene is amazing. I love that scene. Um, That's Pretty Woman. I don't care. No shame. So he uh, went to HBO, and HBO said, would you like a series? Like, not like a pilot. Not like, like, here's a series. How many... How many episodes would you like to make? We'll take that many. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, and so he's doing a new sci-fi drama. He's going back to sci-fi. <sighs> a sci-fi drama called The Nevers, which is going to be featuring uh, a all or at least predominantly female cast dealing with the realities of sci-fi life. And since this is Joss Whedon. The realities the- of science fiction life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's yeah, it is. the and, greatest thing you've ever said on this show. And can I say, I'm, I'm glad that he's doing something original. Right? Yes. Like they could have gotten him to reboot or remake or sequel any number of, of other shows or ideas, but he's going original. No. And that's where is he there, should be. I would, I, I have a, I have a question for you, Al. Okay. Is there any degree of salt about all of this where like HBO approached Joss Whedon and was like, we'll give you a show, any show you can create a show and we're not getting more Firefly. No, actually I'm fine with it. I don't want them to reboot Firefly. Um, no, no, really? No, you wouldn't have to reboot Firefly. I'm just talking about like pick up where you left off. No, or just do something else in the brown coat universe. Here's the thing. I think that there is a lot of opportunities, a lot of stories to tell in that universe, mm-hmm. but Nobody um, has. <laughs> well, no, there have been, there, no, no. There have been there have been comics that have been released. There's actually a new comic series that's get, there's some from Dark Horse, excuse me. And now there's a new a new uh, somebody else has picked up that some another company uh-huh. has picked up the rights and they're getting ready to release it. The thing is, 
that one episode, uh, that one season of Firefly, mm-hmm. uh, with that movie, those those that that storyline together is just about to my mind just perfect. There's not a whole lot you could do to really improve upon that. Now, if he'd had to go make season two, it wouldn't have been as good. Even if he had, even if Fox hadn't canceled it, you like just you can't continue to operate at that level forever. Okay, and you you be the. Hmm. One of the reasons that makes Firefly so impressive is its brevity, mm-hmm. is the fact that it didn't get to go on. And so while I will continue to go back and rewatch uh, Firefly until I'm dead, mm-hmm. uh, and while I will force my children to watch it until they hate it, uh, or at least until they figure out that they were all named after Firefly characters, <laughs> um, you know, there's... I don't. I don't want him to go back. I don't want him at this point. I don't want him to try to explain away Wash and Book. Uh, I don't want him to try to get to explain why why Nathan Fillion looks does not look the same as he did then. To jump forward to do some kind of like hodgepodge stuff. No. No. And really, not, again, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about do Knights of the Old Republic, like the the freaking Firefly and that, version. And I, I I would be excited for that. Do Rebels. Oh, the Firefly version. Ugh. You know what I mean. I would love that, but he does his best when he's creating something brand new. And if you watch, if you check out, I mean, you look at Buffy, Buffy now, Buffy looks like, I mean, you, it, it's impossible, I think, to overstate the impact that Buffy had on geek culture mm-hmm. and on television and on everything else because there was nothing like it before. Um and to do the same thing with Dollhouse, which Dollhouse did was just did not get enough time to be able to do it to do its stuff to do itself credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, there, there's so much amazing stuff that goes on, and for him to be able to go create something brand new, I think that's the best thing. That's the thing I would want the most. Right on. I'm completely down if somebody wants to do more Firefly. No objections if somebody <laughs> wants to do more Firefly. <laughs> well, isn't this supposed to be like a Victorian feel to it? Yeah. Kind of how Firefly was like so a futuristic like, like cowboy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're gonna get we're gonna get something. I think Firefly is still on his mind and on his heart, and he knows what his I, he knows what his fans love. Mm-hmm. So I I would be I would be shocked if this didn't have some Easter some, eggs, some Firefly. Well, some Firefly tones, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, what if he's thinking, you know, Firefly isn't what I wanted to do, right? It's what I had to do with Fox. That's not that's not the way that happened. No, but I'm you know, Joss would never say that. Well, he, Joss, he could have so much more in the tank, though, and he's ready to. And that's what I'm thinking. Exactly. I think he's and he and said, don't rehash the same thing. Get a new new plot line, new storyline, but create it absolutely. Yeah. So I'm just really I'm I'm very excited. Uh, and uh, Dan uh, Dan Kent, if you're listening, mm-hmm. this might finally make HBO worth 15 bucks a month. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Westworld couldn't do it. Game of Thrones no. couldn't do it. No. What? Hmm. I'm paying 15 bucks a month for that. How do you watch anything that you watch on HBO? How do we'll I watch anything later. that I watch anything anywhere else? <laughs> this is 2018. <laughs> uh, moving on. <sighs> uh, Amazon controls everything now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they split it with Google. <laughs> this just in. Right. Yeah. So Amazon. This just in. Jeff Bezos is now your new. He's still your overlord. Je- grandmaster. No, he's still your Justin Hammer. <laughs> um. So uh, the Amazon share of the U.S. e-commerce went to 49% of all e-commerce is done through Amazon, to which my thought was only 49%. I'm sure at one point it was probably like 80. I'm trying to think of of the last time I ordered something online that wasn't through Amazon. 
Well, you gotta think this is forty nine percent of all e commerce. No, well, the U S. Just the U S. Yeah, but but not of not just of like home retail. I mean, like business industry, everything. Oh, okay. Like, okay. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a huge. I mean, even I know for my work, we order. <laughs> it's our Amazon bill every month is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> well, and this thing too, even for even for my yeah. own stuff, I was. Uh, 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 I, I'm a trainer, so we don't have to order a whole lot of supplies. Yeah. But I had to order these little, like, kitschy table things to put on the table for people to play with while they're, so they don't fall asleep while you're training them. A business uh, trainer, not a, not a personal trainer. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's I'm make so that sorry. clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, there's nothing. <laughs> As a personal trainer, I am at best a cautionary tale. Um, Aldous invites you into a room with a couch where you can sit down and eat something with him. Just watch everything I do and don't do it. <laughs> Take very careful notes, and I start on my fourth slice of pizza. I'll exhibit B. <laughs> Just the permanent before picture. The point is, the um, I'm not that fat though. No, I know we like the jokes. I'm not that. Look at the you. Just check the YouTube. I'm not that big. Um, the, but um, even like, so I went through. I went to this like the website for the order training materials, and I went through and I looked through it all, and then I checked Amazon, and it was like five bucks cheaper, and I'm like, well. Mm-hmm. I already have an Amazon account and it's five bucks cheaper. So I went to, uh, I was, I was house sitting for a friend and, uh, they let me know, uh, Hey, there's going to be some, some Amazon packages on the front porch. If you wouldn't mind just bringing those inside. And I went and grabbed the first one and kind of, you know, put it on the kitchen table for him and then went to go grab the other one, which is a much larger box. And I went to go lift it and I couldn't. And I text them and was like, what the hell is this? And they were like, Oh, it's 49 pounds of cat litter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can just order that online. I'm at the point I get, I get like, like flustered slash angry when I can't get something on Amazon. <laughs> like I, was, like I have to go to a store. Like I needed tires for my car and I was looking at Amazon and I'm like, mm-hmm. like a peasant. <laughs> like why can't I get the tires I want off of Amazon delivered to my house in two days? I was kind of or less. You had uh, to go through the inconvenience of going to a place where they'll put them on for you. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and pick them out. Uh. Yeah. That's, so they, that is, by the way, uh, 5% of all retail spending. 5% of all retail spending in the United States is through Amazon. Mm-hmm. That number, I know 5% doesn't seem like a whole lot, but you've got to remember We're talking there's a lot of retail. All retail. Yeah. All retail. That's a lot. Like, forget just your Walmarts and your Targets. We're talking like every single mom and pop shop. We're talking a CVS and Walgreens. We're talking Publix. We're talking well, like you think about every single state has its own different set of like five random grocery stores. You know right. what I mean? Like like all of those, all of those individual entities all together. Every well, and now mall. that they own uh, uh, Whole Foods, it makes it a little easier too. Right. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Do drones deliver your your cage free hormone free kale kale? <laughs> yeah. Now that Amazon owns Whole Foods, you know the, the, the joke's going to be on them because when you have to deliver that, if there's no pesticides and nothing else on it, the bugs are going to destroy it by the time it gets to your house. <laughs> but if you're an Amazon depends Prime the, member, you it depends do get on the drone speed. That's true. If you're a Prime member, you get a discount at Whole Foods now. Oh, so really? now it's only twice as expensive as going anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is so, it three times as expensive? Exactly, exactly. I used to work for Whole Foods, and I got a, th- a standing thirty percent discount, and I still couldn't afford to shop there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. 
I like, I don't, I don't have an issue, really an issue with Whole Foods. I just like to be inside of Whole Foods. I just like to go and like, like literally like that, like the there's in, in central, in the central Florida area, there's one in Dr. Phillips. That is the store that I worked at. It's the one that I opened. Uh, and even after I no longer worked there, sometimes I'd find myself in that area. Like there's a sushi place that I like to go to. And like afterwards, I'd always be like, you want to walk around Whole Foods? I <laughs> actually, it's just, it's just pleasant. It smells nice. It's like happy. No, no, no. I get that. I actually feel the same way about about Petty's Meats in Longwood. <laughs> the, the, just, this, just. I thought you were going to say ABC Liquor. <laughs> also that. I just have to be inside of an ABC just, Liquor, too. Because well, usually there's somebody there handing out free samples of something. <laughs> oh, God. There was a spot that was in San Antonio, this liquor store that did whiskey tastings, like, mm-hmm. for free. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many different glasses with fake noses on them did you go to? <laughs> Although, I'd like an, uh, another, a new, I'd like a sample, please, for the first time. <laughs> I just actually tried the first one. I was like, I want that one. And then bought that bottle. Uh, You're a sucker born every minute. Mm-hmm. No, he knew what I wanted. I like a weeded bourbon. It turns out I like a weeded, a weeded bourbon. bourbon. Mm. Yes. See? Uh, <laughs> now I know. I know so much more about bourbon now. I knew I liked it, but now I know why. <laughs> anyway. Are you trying to tell us <laughs> that you liked bourbon before it was cool? No, no, no bourbon's been cool since yeah, like, bourbon's always prohibition. Been cool. nah, that's, yeah. I'm, I, I'm thinking pre-prohibition, which is why prohibition existed. In <laughs> that's, bourbon that's, was really cool, and everybody was like, "Hey, you kids, <laughs> you can't <laughs> have that cool bourbon anymore." <laughs> and we were like, "Oh yeah!" Like I was around. Yeah, like, we <laughs> all yeah, were. See, yeah, she. <laughs> okay, five percent of our retail spending. Amazon's really big people. That's the point. Mm-hmm. What have we got? Yeah, what they say? Like what they said? Second was eBay. Third was Walmart. And then like Apple coming I, in I behind. Ne- I never figured out eBay. eBay always made me anxious because I had to like bid on it. I like, the buy it now price. Oh, and but uh, but I've never used eBay, so I don't. I'm like I don't understand it. My beef with eBay is the same beef that I had in currently with a lot of the like the Craigslist and the Facebook Marketplace and the whatever else. Hmm. Like you bought a couch for three hundred dollars, you sat on it for twelve years. It's torn and burned and ripped and stained, and you're like. 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. got a USB port, so... <laughs> <laughs> so it's worth it. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> That's going to wrap up our This Week in B-Roll. Let's go ahead. Uh, oh, so... Yeah. What, what do we, what's the order here now? So... Uh, you do jail mode. Oh, because we have a new... Because now we've got three. Our third segment is oh. now shut up. <gasps> I, think, I think we always have to end with doing Liz's Mom. We do Liz's Mom last. Yeah. Always. Save the best always. for last. So... Do we do? Let's do. Let's do books. Okay. And then we'll do our new segment. A new yeah. segment. We got a new <laughs> new segment. Uh, so first we're gonna do a book review. Our books. Oh, sorry, book recommendation. Mm-hmm. And for our book recommendation, I saw. I look. I looked long and hard for something new to talk about. Mm. And uh, I settled on this series by Jim Butcher. <laughs> I hate you. It's called The Dresden Files. You're the fucking <sighs> worst. Hey, you guys, did you know that it's FGS Classics Month? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking it back. Al, tell, uh, tell them about Dresden Files. Here's the Dresden they, Files. They haven't heard about it. I know. I know. You know, it's funny, too, is there's probably a lot of people who haven't heard about who haven't actually heard me talk about Dresden Files. <laughs> uh, just heard you guys make fun of me for it. So the Dresden Files is a series by Jim Butcher. Uh, it follows the Dresden. He's a private investigator. The Dresden. Harry Dresden. Harry Dresden. He's from Chicago. He lives in Chicago as a private investigator slash magician. Wizard, wizard, magic user, wizard, magic user. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of. He's fun. not like a street magician. He's not like no. oh, like 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 Chris Angel. Exhibit uh, A was right behind the corpse's ear. <laughs> so there's a lot of books in the series. Here's the thing: I get, can be very honest with you. 
I actually stopped reading it because I got bored. Um, <laughs> I can see why you're plugging it now. <laughs> well, I wanted to do I wanted to do because it, it was FGS Classics. But I keep telling you that, too. I didn't like the series that much. I didn't finish it. I got through about book five or six, and I was like, I'm done. Like, this, this series is annoying to me. Hmm. So don't you loved it so much for so long. No, this, this is how the Dresden Files saga ends is with you saying that you fucking it hated sucks. it. I didn't hate it. I said I got bored with it. Here's the thing. And this is the thing oh, you guys keep that reading. hurts more because what this is why you guys keep. So what I would do is I would pick up the books. I would read them for a little while. I'm like, you know, this is pretty good. And I would mention it on the show. And then I would get a little bit farther. I'm like, oh, God, and I would <laughs> set aside. And then like six months later, I'll be like, you know what? Let me pick this back up. Hey, this is pretty good. And a little bit, then I would talk about the show. And then I would remember, oh, that's right. This thing is, I don't like this. And so I did it like three times. And I, that was I had an game. ex-boyfriend like that once. <laughs> <laughs> the zings. They're For what it's worth, I chewed through his in- the entire series catalog rather quickly. Yeah. It's not bad. It's good. Yeah. It's not great. It's good. Yeah. Uh, so this riveting book recommendation was brought to you by JL Mo. You can check her out at thejlmo.com. She has a bunch of new short stories, so now it's not just the McShane Murder Misty. The McShane McShane Misty series. The McShane (laughs) Murder Mystery series. Uh, And don't try to look that up while you're drunk. Don't. Do not. It doesn't work. That's mm-hmm. also true. Uh, you can find her at thejlmo.com. Also, she's got some new short stories that are up, though, and the one I want to recommend right at the gate, Quest Through the Ages, mm. uh, is her new piece that is up there. So Quest Through the Ages. Check it on thejlmo.com. You can also find the McShane Murder Mini Mystery Series on your Kindle uh, and all of your Amazon Mini pieces. Murder Mystery Series? Mini Murder. As in, they're short. Each, each you series. said Murder Mini Mystery Series. Oh, Mini. They're full of murder, but they're only mini mysteries. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Actually, that's, that, that's all out. Well, you know, uh, that's good yeah, because that's, that's, yeah. it is a full murder. It's not and, a mini murder. And to JLMO, we just want to say, uh, don't pull a George R. R. Martin. Let's get some book six going. Okay? I want my book six. Why is it always book six? I don't know, but it's always book six. <sighs> you try writing six. Five are easy. Six. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Let's now do our new segment. So this right. I feel like our new segment is going to just add... 30 minutes to the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, if it does, then we're going to have to talk about it because these segments, we're getting a lot of these. Uh, this, is why we, this is why I capped it at three. Why don't we just get two more Patreon levels and then that's just what will that be the whole show? I mean, the whole show the is whole just show. a Patreon, yeah. just <laughs> a show for a handful of Patreon listeners. Yes. Um, uh. So uh, uh, the request that was for our last and final uh, n- new segment here uh, is a Celebrity Deathmatch. And so our benefactor has sent us uh, a series of them. We're going to do one today um, of a celebrity death match that we are going to debate as to who who would win. Are we ousting the benefactor? I don't think so. Not yet. I'm not sure if I don't. Not sure if he cares. So let's we'll leave it sitting there. Hey, why don't you message us and let us know if you want to be ousted? Or For now we, we can say that we other guy because we wouldn't. Right, not that guy. No, not but that guy. The other, but the other guy. guy. The other guy. Right. We wouldn't want to end up as the new uh, plane bay gate. Yeah. Yeah, we we're not, we we're not trying wanna, to. We don't want to infringe on your privacy. We ain't so. about that plane bay gate. Uh, His wife might not know that he's giving us money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is our stupid money bout. Is the name of this one? Uh, Zuckerberg v Musk. Mm. Who wins? Now, this is for those of you who are not familiar with HBO Celebrity Deathmatch. Go back and uh, MTV's Celebrity MTV HBO. <laughs> HBO. I'm sorry, I'm still on the nevers. I got lost in Joss's MTV Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh. Uh, and we, no, so we don't have the production value or the talent to make a stop motion claymation. Right, that's a lot of work. Fight but we're gonna. But you can go back and check it out. And they, they they were good, and then they got terrible. But and then they got kind of good again. Did they? Yeah. I gave up. It, they re, it rebooted, didn't yeah. it? 
Uh, all right. So Zuckerberg v. Musk. Who's going to win? Who wins in a celebrity death match here? I say Musk. How? Well, first he runs him over with a Tesla uh-huh. on autopilot, and then he shoots him off into space. Ooh. Too simple. Right into the sun. That's 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 the celebrity death match move right there. I mean, that is that's pretty classic. What about you? I would go Musk too because he is he is the most unhinged, right? Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg is like he's a Zuckerberg is a robot, yeah. right? Like he is predictable, mm-hmm. right? That's that's right. going to be his downfall. Whereas right, Elon right. is just uh, he's got some things going on, and you're not going to be able to predict what he's going to do to you. All right, where are you going, Zuck? All the way. Okay. So we literally talked about how Elon Musk is turning into a supervillain in real life, IRL. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I compared him to syndrome. Uh, my prediction for how this fight ends is Elon starts maniacally uh, villain monologuing and becomes distracted. Ooh, okay. And then okay. he starts monologuing. All yeah. on Twitter. While Zuckerberg uh, hacks his bank account. Yeah. And then obviously <laughs> uh, his cape gets sucked into a turbine because mm. he's mean, not paying attention. Mm. So yeah, no, I think I think Elon is too unhinged uh, for his own. So you're good. saying Elon beats himself? Uh, essentially, I think he's gonna let. That his... actually would be also a really classic MTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think. So I think Zuck he doesn't his... even think, show up to the fight. I think Zuck wins by default because yeah. I think Elon loses his shit to the point that he that he loses concentration and is is defeated. Uh, so I actually am gonna go Zuck as well for different reasons. I think that the problem here is that Elon Musk is going to assume he's fighting a human. Um, <laughs> and so what I'm assuming happens here is that the Zuckster, uh, I call him the Zuckster, mm-hmm. he just grabs onto Elon and then shifts to his rocket boots uh, <laughs> and just flies up into space. And then, of course, Zuckerberg doesn't need to eat or breathe or anything <laughs> like that. So he just waits until Musk dies of exposure. Well, we know that he doesn't need to drink water. Right. None of that. All this. I human. am a human. This yeah. is what humans do. I'm a wild teen. Like that's just he's just gonna <laughs> fly up there and he's just gonna he's just gonna hang out there until Musk dies of exposure. So that's mm-hmm. how I think it goes down. So Okay. Yeah. So we're drawn. Uh, we got two. I, I guess the comments are gonna have to, uh, to have the final answer. That's true. So what do you guys think? Musk v Zucks. Uh, who wins it out? Does Zuck Cyborg or Musk's genius? Put uh, your Facebooks on Zuckerberg's com- <laughs> uh, Facebook page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, th- or, tag him, or, or tag Elon on, Twitter, on our Twitter page. And there you go. So there's like a 20% <gasps> chance that he goes oh off like God. a rocket. Yeah, please somebody, somebody get this on Twitter and tag Elon Musk. And I just want to see how hard he can... He can tear us apart. I want to actually wait a minute. Oh my god, he's going to dig up something terrible about one of us. No, he might okay. be like, well, this, I mean, this is a good Al. idea. I will make this happen. That's true. Right. Yeah, one he's got to push yeah. for the Zuck V. Is this how we finally get him on the show? Uh, I know. I've been telling him he's not allowed on the show for months now. <laughs> he's been too unhinged, and he knows when he knows what it's going to take for him to get on the show. He knows. We talk about it every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, laser beams. Laser beams. No, he needs to calm down. When his therapist says he's allowed back on, then he's allowed on. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. It's for his own good. I was at his intervention. The, so that's going to do it. So now let's go ahead and do Liz's mom. Let's do it. Uh, I went to the zoo last weekend. And I walked in and there was only one exhibit with a dog in it. It was a shit zoo. So uh, these last three wonderful segments yeah. have been brought to you by Patreon.com slash For Geek's Sake. Yeah, there's, I, don't th- I don't know if we're giving people reasons to contribute. If you take <laughs> Al with you, you'll have exhibit B. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. Nice. 
That's a nice callback yeah, right there. Help us out. That's a nice, that's a nice callback. <laughs> Patreon.com slash for geeks sake. Uh, guys, thanks. This has been fun. Mm-hmm. So next week is our last week for FGS Classics Week. We'll be doing, as we mentioned, uh, Draft Master Extraordinaire. Mr. Andrew Salva will be here. Uh, and Liz, Liz is abandoning us for things we'll talk about next week. Don't we have one more? Nope. This will do it for us. Oh. Yeah, there was some confusion on dates. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, are we not doing shameless plugs? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. So let's uh, let's go into some shameless plugs. Liz, why don't you start us off since you're so anxious? Oh, mm-hmm. I have nothing. <laughs> okay. I'm, just, I'm still turning 30 if you guys want to hang out with me on the 28th at the Game Happy of Happy birthday, Liz. Pub crawl. Happy birthday, Liz. Thanks. I'm not giving it yet. It's not our birthday yet. Right. Eli, it what you got? Is, says the guy who celebrates a birth month. Yeah, <laughs> yep. you won't talk to me until after my birthday, so. Yeah. Well, are you celebrating a birth month? <laughs> yeah, when you're ready to level, when you're ready to get at that level, then we'll talk about it. Elijah, I'm so sorry for that interruption. <laughs> um, I went to, while in Boston, a board game cafe. There was one called Night Moves. Oh. <laughs> oh. That is a rough. That is a rough name. That's yes. a rough. Yeah. That's a, yeah mm-hmm. for, the, for those of you who have been in Central Florida long enough, oh, that, that was the word. That was... Where, where pedo was invented? I don't know. It was bad. <laughs> the Longwood long Police Department uh, opened up an underage nightclub to give kids somewhere to be off the streets. Oh, and it, no. Oh, yeah. And it was for mostly middle school kids. There's some high school kids. And it went exactly like you're imagining. Oh. Yeah. It was it was gross. It, it was rough. It was rough. So anyway, night that's moves. actually a fun fact. That's where herpes came from. Did they, uh, <laughs> did they cap it at a maximum age? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just a very poorly right? supervised. 16? Yeah. 16 or 17. It was a very, poorly yeah, you just showed up and said, I'm not 18. I don't have a driver's license yet, so I don't have an ID to show you. Let me in. <laughs> it was and I just picture is Buscemi. <laughs> Greetings, fellow youths. <laughs> anyway, you were so you went to the night moves, which was not terrible. Not terrible. Uh, uh, and is a board game cafe, not an underage dance club. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So two locations, but it was nice. I mean, board game cafes are awesome. Yeah. I just wish there were more of them out there or a sustainable business model. I mean, the ones I visited funding for them. I mean, just put good ideas, all, all of those things, but it was, you know, in the downtown area, um, all wood sort of rustic interior had nice. some classic drinks and cakes. It was, it was nice. Um, they don't have air conditioning because you know, a lot of places up North don't have the AC. So when I was that, they just don't, right? Like it's, it's yeah, not no, that. I get that. How was that for just to sit in? It was rough because there's like that, this record heat wave rolling through up there. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Like, I don't understand why people that, like the Northeast still gets hot, like real hot. <laughs> not as humid. That bad. Oh, not as humid. it's always breeze. You open a window. It's good. So other than it being like 80 degrees inside with no airflow, it was pretty awesome. That's yeah. Okay. Oh, night moves is also the name of a spot in UCF. They should reconsider. No. It was. Was it? It doesn't matter. Was, th- there were things was, like, it, was that night? Was that night with like K and I? Yeah. Well, there were things. Oh, like, yeah, the, yeah, there yeah. were things like the night library and like the, like there were lots of plays on K and I G H T night. Right. You know because was this was the dark with like the uh, like outside like night and I G H T all of the above. All right. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. <laughs> Dan, what you got? What you got? As always, you can find me at epiceventsorlando.com for all your DJ needs. Um, I'm going to do a little different one today. I've got a YouTube channel for you. Um, if you look up Jacob McDonald, uh, his little logo there is MKP. That makes sense. Jacob McDonald. It yeah. stands for uh, Major Key Physiques. Oh. It's his business. Physiques? Yeah. 
Okay. He's a rugby player from New Zealand. And he was getting like 2,000 views on his rugby videos and uh, physic, uh, personal training videos that he would put out and that, that sort of thing. And then he started doing these rugby player reacts to NFL videos. <laughs> and basically, he wants to learn the game of football. And so he started getting recommendations on, hey, look up uh, highlights of Ray Lewis. Look up Tom Brady. Look up, you know, and yeah. he just started getting all these things. So he starts doing these reaction videos to watching the greatest play of the game. And he's used to rugby, and so he's able to kind of compare and go, "Oh, this guy would be great at this," or "Oh, this this guy would be a great cricket player," or whatever. You know, he kind of translates you know, it to New Zealand rugby. Rugby, two very different games, right? Right, but they're both big in New Zealand. Okay, okay, cool. So, I just, I just, I just find that <laughs> that sports like cricket and rug, rugby have way, way, and I play a sport that has way too many complicated rules. And like with rugby, it's like with rugby, with rugby, it's like, oh, well, th- well, this one, you've all got to hold hands and stand in a circle and you can only kick the ball behind you. And then if Jim's standing on his head, then you can only twirl the ball in your middle finger. And then if this one's doing this and you can only pick a flower at the 40 yard line, like what the rugby makes no fucking sense to me. Well, and he's learning the, the American game he, and he, he has no clue about the rules of American football. How many pages is the NFL rule book? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I don't know about rugby, but cricket, cricket is a whole nother level. Yeah. So this guy puts up these videos. He went from about 2000 views per video to about 200,000 views per video. Wow. Like overnight. And now this is really what he's dedicating his channel to. So if you're a football fan, uh, this is a great way to geek out about football. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, uh, do you have uh, anything else? No, I'm good. You're a DJ company? I already did that. Oh, did you? I'm yeah. sorry. I just, it kind of flows past my, past me now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you pay attention. It's no. like every time you say Dresden Files, it's fine. That's <laughs> it, <laughs> it phases, it phases through Al like a, <laughs> like the acid like, of a like cosmic a, ray. Like a, like a cosmic ray. Uh, I got, I've got two for you. Um, first, I, so I randomly just, you remember the game Lemmings? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. The blizzard of 96. Okay. So <laughs> yes, I'm going to take that as a yes. This is all we did is we were stuck in the house. We couldn't do anything. Oh, this was in New so Jersey. So we played lemmings <laughs> for like six days We didn't straight. have a blizzard in Florida in 96. <laughs> no, I was like, I didn't know if she was making a joke and I realized that she was originally from Jersey. No, no, no. I was like, no, no, no. Oh. Yeah, you even heard the accent come out. Yeah, the yeah. blizzard of 96. I swear so, to God. We got how many lemmings have we killed? Oh, so, so many millions. That's actually why there's no more lemming game because they're all even digitally. They're, they're, all, they're all dead. dead. Uh, so I got an. I just said something was like, I want to play lemmings. So I went hunting for it. Uh, I found two on Android that mm-hmm. I would like to bring up to. I didn't get a chance to check on the uh, on the Apple side here. Um, lemmings itself, any actual thing that says lemmings, don't get it. Uh, I've discovered, I spent, because I'm a nerd and I had free time, I went down the rabbit hole as to what's happened to Lemmings. You don't want to know. Oh, no. The point is, the new versions of the game just don't do it justice. <laughs> but I found two that will really scratch that itch for you. Uh, the first one is called Caveman HD, mm-hmm. and it's, it's uh, yep, that's the same one. Okay, yeah, so it's available on, uh, it, is, it is also available for two ninety nine on iPhone. Mm-hmm. And so Caveman HD is the same thing. It almost, I mean, like, it is the closest to the original game that you could possibly get. Their functions are still the same, all of that stuff. Uh, they're just cavemen instead of lemmings. So that's that one. The other one that I came across was a game called Sticklings. So Sticklings, Sticklings is also available on, uh, on iPad. Uh, sorry, on Apple. Sticklings, I think, is like if um, would, if you 
kind of think of like a, maybe a more modern version. It's still the exact same game, but it's a little bit more. I don't know. I enjoyed it more. I think between the two. God, I forget. What did you have to do in Lemmings? You had to like you had build to up the guys... environment and lead them in the right place. No, you had to get. It was a puzzle game, so they all would drop automatically out of whatever their starting right. point is. You had to get them to the end point. Right. And to do that, usually you either dig holes or block them. Yeah. Or yeah blow one them guy up would like or... stick his hand out and make them turn around. You could give them umbrellas to float right. to oh, float right, down. Right, right, you could, right. you could yeah. set one as a timer to dis- like detonate, like TNT. Right, because you, yeah. sometimes you would have to blow up a wall to mm-hmm. make them right. move through the next place. In which case, you would have to sacrifice one of your levings. Right. Exactly. So, like I said, the the if you want the original, close to the original Field Caveman HD, if you'd like to check out the newer version, I actually enjoyed Sticklings more. Uh, so there's that shameless plug. Oh, they nice. could dig. They have the little pickaxes. Yes. And they could dig. Yep. Oh, man, it's all coming back. Uh, check your phone. A Sticklings Caveman HD. Check it out. Uh, both were good. I want to say both were good. I like Sticklings more, but both were absolutely great. And the last thing I just want to, I want to just remind everybody about, because I just, in a, in a Dresden-ish thing, mm-hmm. I came back and started watching it again. Uh, Voltron? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Netflix. I so this one though the difference here is that I always enjoy it but I get so distracted that I can't I can't watch it because children and life just saw so, me. So you know how much I love puns, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's July, which means it's time to start seriously thinking about what I'm going to be for Halloween. And my friend <laughs> one of my friends and I found a list of pun Halloween costumes and the one that he is trying so desperately to figure out how to execute is John Travoltron. <laughs> John Travoltron. John Travoltron. I think that I think that's a multi-person costume. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you did like the confused John Travolta thing with a Voltron outfit, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but the Voltron, uh, the animated series on Netflix, actually, it's just every time I watch it, I just I wish I had a little more time to be able to watch. I need to, but I'm so bogged down with all of the other amazing things I have to watch. It's a wonderful problem to have. <laughs> It's so it's still very very stereotypical, like Voltron, like the uh, yeah the green and the, the the colors and what the people are and, and it's it's all very uh, stereotypical. But the show it's the show is the good. The show's so much fun, it uh, and it does really it does really cool things. So I like it. Uh, that's gonna do it for us, folks. I uh, want to once again thank you guys so much for listening. We always appreciate your support. Tell your friends, share the word, get the word out. Tell, tell your other people. Uh, we'd love to get to the point where we had two hundred thousand. Right. I don't even know what we do at that point. Um, Break from the pressure. Uh, squander. I think squander any opportunity. It would be my guess, my first guess. <laughs> Sell out. I mean, uh, oh, immediately. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Way before 200,000. We're <laughs> selling out so far before that. Uh, yeah, so it's, that's it. So until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, you're no Vader. You're just a child in a mask. <laughs>